0: You're listening to Catty Wampus.
1: So we return to the Odyssey of Ernest. The second part of this tentacle in which Ernest saves Saturnalia, also known as Christmas. Um this is the second film in the Ernest Ouvre. Uh, came out uh, in November of nineteen eighty-eight. So shortly, pretty shortly after the release of Ernest Goes to Camp, hot off the success of Ernest Goes to Camp, for Ernest made back Ernest Goes to Camp made back um, like four times its bu- no like five or six times its budget. I think Ernest Goes to Camp cost like three million dollars and made like twenty-three million dollars. That's so. impressive, which is Quite insane thing. to me. Yeah, so Ernest's next adventure. So we begin in Florida. Ernest has clearly fled from his previous job after the war crimes and is now after after basically being a domestic terrorist um, and uh, now is working as a taxi cab driver <laughs> in Orlando where he just so happens to pick up a fare at the airport who happens to be Santa. Now, I'm going to stop us all for a moment before we get too far into the woods. If there are children listening to this podcast, first of all, your parents are clearly not good parents and second of all um uh we're gonna talk about santa and uh if you have any um uh, thoughts and feelings about santa you should probably stop listening right now because i'm very charmed by the fact that in this film unlike in reality they unequivocally state right at the beginning that santa's real <laughs> wait he's not what no brian
2: i have some bad news <laughs> hold on Fuck.
3: it sounds like i need to turn off this podcast because i thought i thought he was real
2: well, I'm too late now that band-aid has been Steve, ripped Steve. off.
0: <laughs> Steve 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 are you with? Steve are you with me or are you with them? That's that's why I was so excited about this movie cuz I finally got to see like you know the real the Santa. The truth has
3: been exposed. He's real, man.
2: Like It's actually a translation oh, error. Truth. His name is Santos. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but so, so for anyone who hasn't seen this, this is basically the plot of the Tim Allen comedy The Santa Claus, but like several years earlier and with Ernest, which by the way makes it much better than The Santa Claus. Uh, I oh, kept yeah. thinking
3: that when I was watching it too. I was like, I feel like I've seen this
1: movie before, but I've never yeah. seen an Ernest movie. So what is this? Oh. Although unlike the Santa Claus, instead of Tim Allen murdering Santa at the beginning and then becoming him in a Stephen King avataric way, Ernest is just going to help Santa give over the um, job of Santa to another guy so that Santa can retire. But basically, Ernest picks up Santa. Santa's got a magic sack of uh, toys which have um, dragon balls in them for I don't know how else to describe them. But these glowing orbs that kind of can kind of basically grant you the wish of what you want for Christmas and turn into that thing. And so Santa, uh, he has found a local chel- like children, local celebrity, puppeteer, comedy actor who was working at like local children's orphanages and programs. Definitely Santa material. He's going to take the job of, of Santa. So that's sort of the basic premise. Um, what do we all think of this one?
0: I liked it. Ten thousand times more than Ernest sa- or Ghost, Kent. Ernest right, Ghost saves saves Camp. The- Ernest saves the Ernest camp. Ernest saves camp. I mean,
1: he saved the Campbell, right? Yeah. <laughs> By any means necessary. We're going to war.
0: Yeah, but no, I thought uh, I I wasn't that excited because I don't necessarily like Christmas movies, and I was like, until uh, now, I don't want Christmas- to watch a Christmas movie in fucking, you know, June. And uh, July, no, Christmas I, I in July.
1: They, oh, just because Brian, I don't know if you noticed, but this is timed for our Christmas in July episode, which is now annual since we did Home Alone Damn last that's year. That's
2: true. Oh.
0: Well, yeah, so I watched this in July and I really enjoyed it.
1: I kind of liked it too. I don't, I don't, I kinda it was like, guys, I think I like
3: Ernest. It was, the was the way more watchable. Was.
2: He was, was a businessman, yes, was it just miss- the
3: director. Mr. Biz,
2: it was Mr. Manager Man, Mr. Businessman, just like oh, I assume all Ernest yeah. movies. The bad guy's a businessman. Mr. Was, Stocks it was, and Bonds.
1: It was the it was the replacement Santa's manager slash agent who um was who is prime 80s douchebag. Like he does the classic thing of getting out of his sports car and tossing his keys. Well, uh, to someone who's not a valet which by the way when that happens if that happens in a movie that guy gets to keep the car right? i think like he legally just laughed,
3: right? he's been car. transferred
1: ownership keys are as good as a title right in some ways better
2: so did this bit this 80s business guy did he have bonitis he looked like he had bonitis
1: and his his evil plan is to give his uh, client a career <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
0: yeah i'm like i don't know if i'd call him a gotta, villain so much as he's just a douche i gotta bag.
1: say
3: I did have a favorite part of this movie, and that is when Santa Claus goes on to the,
1: what is the MGM set. Oh yeah, so basically, it finds so, out so the manager. The major gets this guy a job in a in a in a in a horror film, a Christmas themed horror film, in which an, a swamp fiend like alien is attacking Santa. I think. I, th- I thought you said you were in like a Christmas sleigh. Yeah, sleigh. S L A Y. And I was just like, ha, English <laughs> homonyms. And then,
2: woo! Santa punches him in the face. Um,
1: yeah, Santa punches uh, punches an evil film director out. <laughs> this movie has it all, guys. Um. So basically, Ernest picks up Santa, and then he picks up a wayward youth. Which, by the way, if I I don't remember the other movies, but if all of these movies are Ernest mentoring wayward youths, I'm kinda in.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't need him to ever.
2: I believe that's really the crux of every Ernest movie. He's kind of like, like Wolverine. <laughs>
0: I don't need him to have, like, a love interest or anything like that. I need him to just help other people.
2: No, it's, like, way
1: cooler if he's if he's a Wolverine-like figure who just, who basically just keeps helping teen street kids. But basically, Santa is going to give this sack to um, this actor, uh, Joe, I think is his name in the movie. But, but unfortunately, a couple of things keep him... From doing this, so Santa, uh, basically, so Santa is flying in and he ships his reindeer, which is weird. So he has to go through customs, which, by the way, what a pre nine eleven world. Where he can just go. <laughs> We um, just walked right through. And then the, the reindeer are in a box. They fall on this baggage handler, who I assume is now dead and just in the head of the other baggage handler. Um, but but they there's this whole B-plot where the baggage handlers have to deal with the reindeer, who can walk on the ceiling, which is like a David Lynch nightmare that I was a little disturbed by, but whatever. Meanwhile, Ernest has Santa and his sack, and they're driving... Ernest uh is driving down the highway in such a way that i assume he causes the opening sequence of final destination 2 uh meets the wayward youth takes santa to the orphanage so that he can meet the guy we get the 80s douchebag and then i believe santa goes to jail he's he's come he's 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 sent to jail for being crazy he he does because
2: santa in this film clearly has dementia
1: which, by the way, though another another nice stab um, at the Reagan administration from from Ernest, because <laughs> uh-huh. this man can't be sent to a hospital; he's going to jail. And I know that the joke is he goes into the, the the tank, and there's um all these big tough ruffians, and the joke is he literally has them all like like charmed, you know, by the next scene, and they all love him. But I really, really wanted a movie that was like Oz, but with Santa. <laughs>
2: Nope. Instead, you got um, scenes with Ernest dressed up as a stereotypical government official, and some dude that I can only assume that someone on set or in charge had a weird fetish.
1: Oh yeah. So so <laughs> this is where Jim Varney seems desperate to beef his reel up.
0: This is one of my like him. The two parts in this movie where he puts on a costume and acts like uh, someone uh, else. Three I'm, parts. Three. There are three
1: parts. Three disguises. First. His his first disguise is he's like a govern he's like a stooge for the governor, yeah, um, yep. who seems to have the local authority to remove prisoners to get Santa out of holding. And then he pretty much like one scene later, his second disguise is a mean old woman with a broken neck. Um, oh, that's right, at yeah. the <laughs> orphanage. And then pretty much almost the next scene, he's like a deformed snake rancher to break yeah. into the movie set.
0: <laughs> Those are some of the best parts of the movie. Like I, I hope it. So is this the second? That film was the no? best part
1: of the movie for you, I think. this... I I could have done without it. It just felt like the movie suddenly became Ernest saves Jim Barney's reel, um, instead of Ernest saving Christmas. It was. It felt. See this movie. I will say this. Structurally, it's not as tight as Ernest Goes to Camp, but I do think I, I was much more
0: charmed by this movie than Ernest Goes to Camp. It had a lot more going on for it,
3: and uh, oh, not, we also got the return he wasn't. of. Vern yeah, Vern actually makes his initial appearance
1: here
2: Yeah, Vern actually is a thing He's real
1: The camera is Vern He's not Cass We don't know who Vern is They do mention that Vern is a nuclear physicist Which I think is interesting Another piece of the Vern puzzle Ernest offhandedly mentions he's a nuclear physicist Before they break into his house of a Christmas tree To give it to him Um, it's a very weird sequence. It kind of looks like, um, the Blair Witch Project and or like Crank 2, the way it's kind (laughs) of done.
2: The whole sequence literally makes no sense. Like, that was the one part in the entire film. I'm just like, why is this happening? Why is he doing anything he's doing in this scene? Uh,
1: what I liked about it is, is that Ernest says, oh, I know how to fix this. And he goes out to his truck and then he's distracted by the plot. Like he's distracted by Santa sack glowing or whatever. But if you look, he's picking up bolt cutters. And I was like, boy, what are those for?
2: Uh, to take fingers. Clearly.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> uh, oh, Vern, you will know what I mean. So then he goes to the studio as a snake charmer. Uh, there's an alien swamp thing. That's trying to kill Santa. Um, boy, I can't get that Fandango alert set up fast enough for those tickets. Um, and then what happened? I don't remember what happens. All of a sudden, they punch Santa. And then what do they do? They
2: punch Santa. No, Santa.
0: You know they go. So Santa their- punches yeah. the
1: film director, yeah, no, he and then the
0: director. And, and then he goes finally in, he gets goes and to talks. talk to.
2: Yeah, he finally gets to talk to Joe. Yeah, right, he Joe, talks to Joe Joe doesn't
0: buy it because he doesn't have the sack.
3: Right, so he goes and sits on the bench for like metaphorically hours or, and you know, literally.
1: No, I mean like no. Santa goes and sits
0: yeah,
2: on. Because, bench. Uh, the bench. Yeah, because the wayward teen had stolen right, the Santa's sack.
1: steals the sack. Sorry, the wayward youth does not heed Ernest Warren's. And at that point, it's been an hour into the film, so it's time for Act 3, because these movies are 90 minutes, and they really move. Uh, <laughs> and uh, also, I like that Santa knows um, that she's stolen the sack, but he kind of lets it happen, because he's a goddamn kingmaker, I guess. I don't really understand that.
2: He's got other shit to do. Again, he has dementia. <laughs>
3: He sits I on a bench for 12 hours, up. David. I don't think he's really focused on the sack. I guess the way Ernest saves Christmas is just what? like that he, gets, he gets the reindeer. He, gets the reindeer. he, he goes the... for a joyride right. in high orbit. We have a couple of uh, pop high culture orbit. nods. Not low
2: orbit. <laughs> he did go in, I mean, like. They showed that, and I was like, well, this sleigh must really be magic because they should all be dead. Well, so they, they have some well, pop culture
3: references in here, though, when he gets that uh, sled goes to the joey he's ride. Helped. We have a Star Wars reference with the hyperdrive, and then we have a yes. Superman reference with the circling around the planet super fast. I did catch
2: those. Man, Such I was really time. hoping he was going to go back in time. <laughs> I, I was if kind of expecting was, that was, Did Santa
1: appear in the clouds? It was like, it is forbidden for you to interfere with human destiny. <laughs> Um also he's accompanied by two elves because when he goes to get the uh, reindeer from baggage claim um these two elves show up dressed like 50s g men through <laughs> customs again and they're there as well so they're they're kind of like his Chewbacca or given their height they're his R2D2s um which is probably an offensive joke that I've just made in might cut we'll see how I feel in the moment in the editing his R2D2s uh, uh, well you know I don't uh, yeah Come at me, short people. I'll never see you coming. That's true. That's getting cut. (laughs) Or am I doubling down? Am I J.K. Rowling and digging my feet in Oh, you did not just do J.K. Rowling. Uh,
2: Yeah, I'm digging my feet in. I have a strong personal offense to short people.
1: (laughs) Anyway, um, then he weirdly looks... By the way, uh, after all the pop culture reference, he looks at the camera when the sled stops. And go and jokes that they're like air brakes or something like that, which is weird because he has not been looking at the camera for the whole movie the way he did in Ernest Goes to Camp. So I was really taken aback, which is just a long going series of David gets freaked out when he realizes the film can see. Oh him. no, he does it earlier uh, when
3: he tries to go into his house with the Christmas tree he stole off the freeway.
1: Well, that's Vern though, because but that's Vern. So you are meant to understand that yeah. this is a person's point of view.
2: You are in Vern's perspective when he you comes are into the house. Well, then where's Vern after
0: it. all that? Like you are him. Uh, I assume it's contacting his insurance company.
3: Isn't there supposed to be a team of continuity experts on these sets? Gosh. Script uh, supervisors, Um... Either that,
2: or Vern's hiring a hitman to finally rid himself of this undead monster that is Ernest. Ernest. No
3: human could survive well, that. Must be oh, yeah, yeah. Following up on the uh, the Looney Tunes aspects of this. Uh, the one guy uh-huh. who, by the way, those those baggage handlers near the beginning of the film. They're unloading these giant crates in the plane.
1: One of them was the cook in the previous film. Yeah, yes. that's what I was going to ask. Is that other guy
3: also in the other? Is this like, going to no. be a running theme? Like
1: No, no. Do you think they're the same people, though? Do you think that the cook has stalked Ernest? Although I guess he would have been like, "Oh hey, Ernest." Although who can remember their fuckboys? So
3: after Ernest That's goes true. to camp, the camp ends up uh, being closed for obvious reasons,
1: and oh yeah, that means covered in police tape at this.
3: Point. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that, those investigations aren't closing anytime soon. Um, so the, the cook goes and becomes a baggage handler, and so on and so forth with all the casts that we're undoubtedly going to see going forward. <laughs> I just know it.
1: The cook, the thief, his wife, and the baggage handler.
3: <laughs> yep, we're we're gonna see them all. Um, just give it time. I I'm actually kind of interested to see yeah. if we
1: see them in the next movies. I'm so excited for this for this this saga. Also, how um, have I never heard of Ernest... these movies? Like, there's a whole bunch of them. I'm Corey. I'm surprised you lived, you lived a charmed childhood. I think there's a lot of stuff that that uh, that if you didn't if you weren't like us and you didn't spend every Friday night in the blockbuster video, you may have never heard of. Like, I don't know. I saw The
3: Matrix when it came out in theaters, but I never heard of Ernest. Like, I can't explain that. Because <laughs> those are the only two options. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. No. Look, two no, David, th- they're a decade apart. You don't get two it. Ty- <laughs> they're a decade apart.
1: There are two types of kids, two types of millennials, two types of early millennials. There were Ernest kids, there were Matrix kids. Which one were you? I'm
3: definitely Matrix kid. Man, I wanted a trench coat
2: for so I, I, long. I
0: watched both of them, though. You watched both of them, Brian? Ernest and Matrix. Heresy. What,
1: together on two yeah. two TVs next to each other? Uh-huh. <laughs> Ernest <laughs> enters the Wait, Matrix. Wait, you never saw Ernest Saves the Matrix? It was like, it's it's kind of like Dark Side of the Moon. If you play the Matrix while you play Ernest Saves Christmas, you're going to see a lot of interesting parallels. Hmm. Anyway, Ernest Saves Christmas at the end. Wait, no, he doesn't really. Technically, he's no, sort of just present the, for the saving of Christmas. No, saves Christmas.
3: Ernest just yeah. goes on a joyride sort of,
1: and then happens to
3: like... Ernest just sort of brings him his yeah. car. And if, if he
0: <laughs> well, didn't bring him his car... Leave.
1: Ernest was the ballet the whole time. That's true. He started... You know, again, Corey, excellent point. Just like an Ernest Goes to Camp, set up and payoff. You You start with the three trials and then you end with the three trials, but in a new context. Ernest starts as Santa's chauffeur and he ends as Santa's chauffeur. Yeah. But now with Santa's sleigh. Yeah. Who wrote these movies? Was it Shakespeare? Everything comes full circle. Like, it's simple.
2: Feels like an Oscar Wilde thing to me.
1: What, where the story just
3: sort
2: of ends (laughs) and somebody's
1: dead and... Yeah. Nobody really cares? Yeah, that's right. Come at me, Oscar Wilde.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That'd be difficult for him to do. He's not trying hard enough. (laughs) Because (laughs) of the notable handicap of being dead.
1: Notable handicap of being... (laughs) I thought there was a picture of him somewhere getting younger. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, so Ernest says Christmas... Like, literally, I feel like it feels like we're skipping over the plot, but we're really not. Is I mean, like, I'm not really sure how he saves Christmas. Basically, Santa convinces the actor that he's going to become the new Santa. And he abandons his agent in his lucrative film deal um, with his team of managers and agents. And well, he decides so to be Santa. He
0: only abandons it because he sees Ernest flying around in the, tri- in the sleigh.
1: He only abandons it because he gets <laughs> he, he gets absolute proof that so Santa's plot a. <laughs>
0: He sees, he sees the sleigh, and he's Plot like, Plot A is all about shit. Santa
3: Claus trying to hand over his power. Plot B is about Ernest and this wayward, wayward youth. youth, and this wayward youth's uh, journey to realizing she shouldn't be Selfish? And that kind of converging
1: with it, their Realizing she doesn't have to run anymore from whatever horrible past, right? Must and so,
3: happen. and so, literally, just Santa sitting on the bench. Which tell me, Santa Claus isn't some kind of god because he knew all that was gonna happen, and he knew right where he needed to put himself because that
1: way we're you speaking of the gave matrix right to where he was. Just, just how the architect and the oracle are sitting on the bench at the end of the matri- of matrix. Wow. Yeah. So everybody just happens to all land. You don't remember that classic moment when Ernest walked up to, to Santa and went, "How did you know?" And he went, "I didn't, but I believed."
2: No, I, I remember. I mean, that's kind of basically what it's happened. New. Well, this is also
1: this is also one of those like things about Santa in movies, which is like it's always about like the power of belief. But it's not really belief if you get complete, absolute evidence that it's true. That's not really belief anymore. That's just fact, right? But the movie kind of breezes past that, um, and then um, the new guy gets in his sled and goes, "Hey, Ernest! Hey, wayward youth! Uh, Why would I want to get in the sled and ride off!" And they're like, "Boy, do I!" And then Santa turns over to the head of the orphanage, who is this kindly older woman who did believe him earlier and did help Ernest on their journey. And basically, uh, we're left knowing that Santa's gonna fuck, uh, and I can't <laughs> think of a better *Daddy
2: Christmas* movie than that. Yeah, Santa got laid. Good for Santa. Well, it does raise the question about the myth of Mrs. Claus. So, like, does Joe have some tail waiting for him at the North Pole?
1: I think, see, again, I think since Santa Claus is is both a title and a name, I think Mrs. Claus is whoever your wife is. So either this person specifically did not, and maybe Mrs.
0: Claus unfortunately has passed on, and maybe that's
1: why he's like, it's
3: time. My magic energy is running low, and also I've lost
1: all my will to live.
0: they did a a pretty good job on the casting for uh santa and mrs claus though i found found him
1: in in, i found the man very charming as
0: santa yeah yeah and like Um, the 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 woman looked i don't know she looked like a mrs claus to me yeah sure why not definitely more santa than uh tim
2: allen brian has his idea uh, what's his name i used to
1: like that movie oh maybe i still do the santa claus well we'll get there in our tim allen epic do I we have to do an not. epic for Tim Allen? Can't <laughs> we just good. do a a feature? Oh yeah, I've, hey, got, so watch, many, I've got, got so many. I've got so many thoughts on of, uh, Jungle to Jungle. <laughs> oh, he was in Jungle to Jungle, right? I think that was so. him, right?
2: Probably. Yeah.
1: I mean, at least we'll get that Toy Story movies in there. And, oh.
2: and lots of stories of being a drug mule. Yep,
1: boy, he turned on <sighs> all those people.
0: <laughs> I don't think I know what you're talking about. Tim
1: Allen served time, but very little time. Tim Allen. Tim Allen was a cocaine um, trafficker, and he got busted with a lot of cocaine. And he survived it by turning.
0: So I'm not gonna find that on his
1: Wikipedia. Uh, will. Yeah, no. I think not think will. I
0: don't see it. I don't see any legal issues. Any? Are you any, fucking kidding me? Did they scrub no. his Wikipedia? Holy crap! I'm pretty sure he. There's no it every mention. Day. Oh wait, here we go. It's in it's in his career. Sorry, <laughs> career. career. I mean that makes career. sense. What header should we put this cocaine ring under? under? I mean under this career because it's notable enough. They're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: yeah. certainly not personal <laughs> life. It wasn't his hobby.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's under a career. It's he started as a comedian in 1975, and then it's like a, a sentence or two about that, and then it's like yeah. anyway. So in 78,
1: yep, he he did he a had bunch. a pound and a half of cocaine <laughs> on him. Yeah. Pled guilty to felony drug trafficking charges and provided the names of the other of other dealers in exchange for a sentence of three to seven years rather than a possible life imprisonment. He was paroled in eighty one. Oh after my god, he had a DUI years. with a .15 so, back.
0: So he's, so he's like a real life redemption story.
2: I don't. That's a redemption story is a way to put it. I don't it, think sure. there's any redemption here.
0: Yeah, if snitches are redeemable. Yeah, I mean, he went from you know selling well, and dealing <laughs> cocaine to being Woody. Or Buzz, sorry, Buzz.
1: Steve, I don't think we can involve Brian in any crimes. (laughs) Yep. Steve, I think uh, someone
0: needs to get some stitches. (laughs) So if I snitch, do I get to be in the next Toy Story? Apparently. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Now you get to be a toy in someone else's story.
1: (laughs) Ooh. So anyway, Tim Allen, who's not in Ernest Saves (laughs) (laughs) Christmas. I mean, I guess we get, I would say this, the last bit I wanted to talk about, then we can talk about Tim Allen some more, because, boy, that's fun, uh, is, um, uh, did we all see the mid credit sequence oh, well, of this I,
2: film? No. Again, Maybe I was somewhere. not aware that they, oh, yes, I did see that. And that okay. wasn't even a mid credit sequence. That was literally just. It goes to just, black. It goes yeah. to
1: black after it says the end. It says the end, and then it goes to black, and then it comes back in to show you the Easter Bunny. Well, maybe they realize that the post, that the mid credit sequence of the previous film was too, was, was, too, was too little seeing. But anyway, the film ends with a crate at the baggage claimers, and it's marked to, the shipping papers are to E.Bunny. And sure enough, the Easter Bunny pops out of them, I guess, eats them. <laughs> uh, man. Because bunnies are malicious and will eat anything, including their own children.
2: I mean, that's, I hope that's all that bunny did to them.
1: Oh. Oh. It was just the last thing he did to them. <laughs> so anyway, that was Ernest's Christmas. Um, you know, I will say this: I, I got to tell you, we're two, we're two, we're two movies in. I'm enjoying this a lot more than Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, unlike Nicolas Cage,
2: I um, don't. I don't know, man. Ernest was good, but it's still no vengeance. A love story. <laughs> To, Which to be we fair, we didn't even cover on the podcast.
0: <laughs> yep. To be fair, we also might have just watched the best two Ernest movies, and we basically avoided the best that's, Nicolas Cage movies. Well, okay, well
1: that's because it's not fun to talk about leaving Las Vegas.
3: Here's the thing about the Ernest movies: I couldn't help but notice, critically speaking, they never performed that well. Which leads you to a question of: if
1: they if they didn't perform yes, well they did.
3: critically, he means critically, criti- not, critically, not not gross. i no, not talk about
1: the the thing that matters. Brian, Brian, they were not well-reviewed. Not well-reviewed <laughs>
0: yeah. by... You. Yeah. I was going to say, like, number two at the box office sounds like a yeah, fucking thing. That's quite a polarity, right? So apparently
3: everybody went and saw it multiple times, I assume. And then also everybody uh-huh. just loved to talk trash about it because these movies are perfectly 50% rated, as far as I can tell, by median. And if that trend doesn't go up, the more earnest movies we have, it goes down.
1: Well, this is the most successful one. This one made the most money.
3: Okay. Well, um, I felt, you know, we have a saying around here at Catty Wampus. It's all downhill
2: from here.
1: Well, is that our It's saying? our saying now.
2: It is now. It is now. <laughs>
1: it, is now. <laughs> it is now. Quickly to Tea Public. Print I, up the shirts. I mean, I um, could
3: scan every one of our podcasts, but I'm pretty sure we've said that more than once in the past.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know that it's all downhill from here. I'm excited about Ernest Goes to Jail. I'm wondering if Ernest goes to jail.
2: I'm excited about it, too. He's needed to be there for a long time. Will will Ernest become reformed and stop committing crimes? I just want
0: to know what he does to land in jail. I can't wait for judgment at Nuremberg, but with Ernest.
2: I was only following orders.
1: You know what I mean?
2: You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Your Honor, please, do you know what I mean?
0: I'm just real curious, like, what what lands him in jail if all the shit he did in these two movies didn't?
1: So, uh, not to, uh, a little sneak peek, I remember that in Ernest I do he is framed this. by a doppelganger, also played by Jim Barney. Sounds amazing. Who I believe escapes jail. So it's like, it's more accurately as Ernest goes back to jail. <laughs> Ernest is returned by U.S. Marshals after fleeing Was, from jail.
0: Is Scared Stupid a straight cdvd or no no it was theatrical.
1: no no the next the next the first five are theatrically released so after this it's Ernest goes to jail Ernest scared stupid and Ernest rides again those those were all theatrically released awesome scared stupid i is probably the one i saw the most as a kid and we'll get there but that's not that's you want to talk about when this goes off the rails i think it's gonna be i'm, Ernest
0: I'm excited for that one I, I remember i i definitely had that vhs and i definitely watched it a lot but i don't remember a single thing about it I
1: remember... You will quickly
2: um, remember most of it.
1: I remember that it's about an evil troll that needs to be killed by milk, and the L is missing from the spell book, so Ernest thinks it is a rare spice called Miak. <laughs> That's all I remember.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to see where this goes. Good
1: old Miak. There you that go. Sounds, a, little sneak preview, a little sneak That preview sounds very preview.
0: similar to like how Bruce Campbell fights evil.
1: Again, Ernest meets Ash... From the yeah, dead What a great yeah. movie.
0: <laughs> I mean, they they seem like they could be buddies. Ernest fighting Deadites?
1: Count. Sign me up.
0: Missed opportunities all around.
1: There's not much more to this movie. This movie does not... It's not as... See, I don't think this is why... I don't know that this... I think I liked this more than Camp. But obviously, there's not, there's not as much there. No, there's not. There's, there's two plots. They converge.
3: It's a Christmas movie. I think, like... If you were to look at this and compare it to any other movie, I don't know if you'd want to compare this to more of Ernest movies, which we'll see going forward. We will see, but it might be better to compare this to the stereotypical Mm -hmm. Christmas movie where there isn't the typical plot structure, there isn't a typical like antagonist and rising action and resolution and all these other simple things that make a story. It's more of just here's Santa Claus and here's some things that happen, and by the way, Merry
1: Christmas. Christmas movie is a wide term if we compare this to It's a Wonderful Life no it's not really all that good if we compare this to a Hallmark Christmas movie it's pretty good you know what I yeah,
0: nah. I'd, rather watch th- I'd rather watch this than a Christmas story oh I think that's when true when are we gonna watch movies. that I'd rather watch Crank yeah. High Voltage than a Christmas story <laughs>
1: well since we've covered the first two, hollow- or first two Halloween first <laughs> two Home Alone movies I guess we could do a Christmas story this Christmas uh, I'm good I just don't want to watch it. Like, I yeah. just don't there's want no to. There's no point. Yeah, there's Everyone's no point. So no my, my bar of watching films is impossibly low. I <laughs> contest that <laughs> <I'm> claim.
3: Like, <laughs> okay.
1: My bar of watching films is so low. It doesn't even exist. It's like I threw the bar away. It's not even on the ground. Well, that's Ernest Saves Christmas. So to recap-
3: on our Ernest
2: Saves the Podcast journey.
1: Ernest, the Ernest Odyssey, a tentacle. Can't wait to see what oh. happens when he goes to jail. That might uh, hopefully be interesting. Also, I could be misremembering, but I think somebody gets electric powers in the next movie.
2: Ernest gets shanked in the prison yard.
1: I think he gets electric powers the way like M Bison had them in the end of the Street Fighter film. Ernest high voltage, electroconductivity. Do you recognize Ernest's godhood?
2: <laughs> and that, boys and girls, was Ernest saves Christmas. That
1: was saves Christmas. <laughs> Anyway, happy 4th of July. Ugh. Be patriotic this today by um, uh, watching Ernest Saves Christmas. I feel like that was probably too short, but, you know.
2: It's fine.
1: Ernest is a man of brevity.
2: Jim Varney knows many words. He doesn't need to use all of them. Yeah,
0: I think it's fine.
1: You think it's fine? You're like, it's fine. We could do a 15-minute episode. It's fine.
0: <laughs> You've been listening to Wampus. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr at Catty Wampus Pod. Email us at cattywampuspodcast at gmail.com. Music by Tilly.
1: Anyway, that's mm-hmm. it for anyway, that's probably where I'll edit it out. But nobody stop mm-hmm. recording, because I think it'll just be if we're willing to go into the next one, I think it would just be easier than trying to resync.
2: Uh, mm. I mean, you it's sure? up to you. I just, I'm not sure. Well,
1: because I, then I don't have to resync. I've got enough hard drive space for
3: 600 hours of this. I'll leave the tape going.
1: Yeah, I don't have to. I don't have to do two syncs. I can just do one sync. Okay. Yeah. Or do you, or would you feel more comfortable stopping and checking it?
0: Is I mean, that, does anybody that, need a break? I think that's
1: the
3: app. No, just leave the tape rolling. And just mute your mic or something. I don't know. Yeah, whatever.
0: It takes two seconds to start a new track and say the number four. I know. It's just more work for me to sing.
3: I'm just going to leave mine going. Okay.
0: All right.
3: I'm going to slip it right. There you go. That's easy. Dead they're
1: air. I love, I love Brian's a- attitude. I was like, yeah, but David, I don't have to do more work. <laughs> <so."> <laughs> Surely this is easier. Right? <laughs> oh. Surely it's easier.